This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. It's Thursday, March 2nd. The United States Postal Service isn't pinning all its electrification hopes on next-gen mail delivery vehicles. The service has signed a contract to buy 9,250 Ford e-transit electric vans, with the first units arriving in December. The handover should be complete by the end of 2024, Ford adds. The USPS is also placing its early orders for over 14,000 charging stations for its facilities across the country. The USPS already plans to buy at least 60 of its next-generation delivery vehicles by 2028, with 75% of them being electric. The Ford vans are part of an additional plan to buy 21,000 off-the-shelf EVs. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy says this helps the USPS quickly act on a strategy that improves mail service and working conditions while keeping costs down for the self-sufficient agency. The total vehicle investment is expected to cost $9.6 billion, including $3 billion in funds thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act. The charging network may not grow as quickly. The USPS expects to provide chargers to at least 75 locations within the next year, but doesn't estimate how it will expand in following years. The overall EV push represents a sharp break from the initial plans. The USPS originally expected that most of its NGDV orders would be for gas-based trucks. The Biden administration fought that approach, claiming that the USPS under DeJoy ignored Environmental Protection Agency advice, rejected public hearings, and relied on biased estimates. The service challenged the administration before relenting and shifting most of its purchases to electric models. The transition will play an important part in the government's plan to cut greenhouse gas emissions for itself and the country at large. The USPS represents the largest federal vehicle fleet. Its EV purchases will have a significant impact relative to other agencies. And Jack Dorsey's new Twitter alternative, Blue Sky, is now available in closed beta on the App Store. The invite-only app could soon join a crowded field of budding Twitter competitors, including Mastodon. Interested users can submit their email addresses to join the waitlist. The Blue Sky app reportedly borrows heavily from Twitter. However, it includes minor differences like what's up in place of what's happening, along with a simplified process of creating a post, which can also include photos, by selecting a plus button. Otherwise, it has familiar features like searching for and following users and viewing their posts on a home timeline. Blue Sky began in 2019 as a Twitter-funded side project. 
Dorsey, who co-founded Twitter and was still CEO when the initiative started, saw it as a more open alternative to an increasingly centralized Twitter. Then, Blue Sky spun off as its own company in 2021. Dorsey has said he believes social media should be free of corporate or government control and that only authors should have the power to remove their social media content. Additionally, although he said Twitter's decision to ban Donald Trump after his role in inciting the January 6th insurrection was the right decision, he also worried about its precedent in endangering a free and open global internet. Whether Twitter users will flee to Blue Sky or other platforms in large enough numbers to make a significant difference is an open question. However, considering many people seeking an alternative are doing so because of current CEO-slash-owner Elon Musk's headline-grabbing embrace of far-right figures and ideology, it may be illogical to expect them to flock to a brainchild of someone who holds reservations about banning anyone for any reason. If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.